Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. Through the month of January, we've been going through Financial Wellness Month, really looking at different perspectives on you know how to be financially healthy, how to plan for the future, how to save more. And this week, you know, it's been kind of interesting. Some articles have come out recently that I wanted to you know kind of talk a little bit about. And the articles deal with you know normal retirement age and when to take Social Security. So, you know, Scripture tells us to know the state of your flocks. And so with that perspective, and as we talk about, you know, retirement, retirement age, and so forth, you know, what's interesting is is, as many times as I've gone through the Bible and so forth, I've never seen anywhere where anybody in the Bible ever actually retires. So it's kind of funny over the years is that, you know, you know, people talk about retirement and, you know, where does it come from and so forth. And, you know, the, the dictionary will tell us that, you know, the definition of retirement is to put something out of service. Now, by no means am I saying that retirement's a bad thing. I think retirement is a good thing, you know, for certain people. But one of the articles that it, you know, was put out recently was really talking about reasons to work past normal retirement age. And one of the things that I thought was interesting is they were talking about this concept called an encore career. And the idea behind that is that there are 9 million baby boomers from age 64 to 70 years old who are going into encore careers. And the gist, the gist of the article was really this, is that what would happen is, is that people would work their normal jobs. Uh, they would get to a point, you know, at their job where they would say, you know what, I'm done with what I've been doing all these years. I'm going to take my pension, my 401k, or whatever the case might be, and I'm going to move on. And then what the Encore career became, and what happens here, is they started to identify that they wanted to have more purpose in their lives, which is one of the things that whenever I talk to a client and we have a conversation about them retiring – and my biggest question to them is, is, so when you retire, what does that mean to you? I know it means that we don't go to work every day. We don't have to punch a clock. We don't have to report to someone. It has all of those different attributes. But at the same point, what does it actually mean? Does it mean that we're sitting home uh, watching television? Does it mean that we're playing more golf? Are we doing more fishing? And for a lot of people that I've worked with over the years, as it relates to retirement, what typically happens is this, and this is where this Encore career comes in. The first month or two of retirement, what typically happens is there's a lot of travel, there's time off, there's doing things around the house that needed to get done that they just haven't had time to do, and there's that overall kind of relax. You know, I'm not in the rat race anymore. I've got more time. But then what starts to set in is a couple of different things. For some people that really don't have other interests, I always say they start to seem to get bored, and then what happens is they're a little lost, they become very lonely, their social lives stop, which is, by the way, not very healthy. So if your social life was always totally around what you did at work, and that was really everybody that you know. When you stop working, what happens is, is that that social part of your life kind of stops. On the other side of that is if a lot of your friends and your family are still working, you're sitting there in the course of the day saying, geez, it's a little lonely here. You know, it was interesting about two, three weeks ago, I ended up with a, a stomach bug. And it was, you know, I ended up going home early from work. 
which I never, I never typically do, and I typically don't miss work. And I was home the whole next day. And as I'm home the next day, I'm, I'm like, boy, it's really quiet here. It's like, is this what happens when you're retired, which was what triggered me to talk about this when I saw these couple of articles, which is to say purpose is important. And it's important while you're working that you have different areas of interest uh, where you can make a difference, different areas of interest that are meaningful to you. So when the article came out and they talked about those 9 million baby boomers, what they were saying is is that they retired from one career. And then they were going into careers such as educators, educators whereby they're sharing what they've learned throughout their career, trying to impact the lives of other people. Uh, they were acting as mentors for young people that are starting out in the job market, uh, working with schools, working with different places, and you know, really trying to make a difference. There are also people that were getting into the missionaries and also into social work. So what happens is, is that that concept of an encore career from a purpose standpoint is very meaningful, meaning that it allows you to still have that activity, that social life somewhat of what you're doing there outside of you know what you typically do if you have you know unless you have other interests such as you belong to some club or you're involved with the church. But even with all of that being said is you know keep in mind if you worked 40 years, so you worked from say when you were 25 years old to when you're 65 years old, for 40 years, you may have been setting aside eight to 10 hours a day that was going towards work. So you may have worked an eight-hour day, but by the time you drove there, you drove back, sometimes you had homework, whatever the case might be, you were putting in 40 to 50 hours a week or better. And all of a sudden, that 40 to 50-hour-a-week void that occurs, unless there's something that fills it, okay, it could be fairly what I call unhealthy. And when I say unhealthy is um, worry, all different concerns start kicking in. So I tell you that this concept of the Encore career I think is phenomenal. But I'm going to you know, talk a little bit about the next article which I was reading. Another article that came out was talking about the concept that 80% of Americans take benefits. Uh, when I say benefits, I'm talking Social Security benefits uh, prior to normal retirement age. So what they're saying is, is that someone that was born, say, in 1952 or whatever would be, say, 62 this year. And they're saying that 80% of people that you know are coming up, I thought that was a high number, but this is what the article said, actually take retirement benefits early. Now, they may not have stopped working, okay, but they're taking benefits. So let's talk about that for a little bit because there's pros and cons to that. I've had people over the years always ask me, and they go, Frank, you know, should I take Social Security benefits early? Um, shouldn't I take them while I'm still working? And so let's look at this a little bit deeper. So Social Security benefits in a very generic form works like this. You need to have in 40 credits, um, meaning that in order to get full Social Security benefits, and when I say full, being eligible for retirement Social Security benefits, you need 40 quarters in or 40 credits. And a credit is really kind of equal to a quarter. Then what they do is they take your norm, uh, your average earnings that you've had or your contributions of what you've made over the years into Social Security. So what's occurring is this. 
if someone was earning $40,000 a year, their retirement benefits are going to be less than someone that was earning $100,000 a year because their average earnings were different and the amount of money that they contributed to Social Security or to the Social Security system was actually very different as well. So your benefit level is going to be based upon your average earnings and the fact is is that also the time in which you actually retire. Now, if you retire prior to normal retirement age. Now, normal retirement age, and by the way, if you think back years ago, and when I say years ago, probably two or three years ago, we used to receive from the Social Security Administration right around our birthdays, it used to be a, um, a little pamphlet that we would open up. It was typically white and green. And on the cover of the pamphlet, it used to tell, a little, tell us a little bit about what Social Security benefits are, and it would talk about um, how they have retirement benefit, disability benefit, you know, uh, medical benefits at retirement, which are called Medicare. And it was also interesting. I used to talk to people about this all the time. I always said they had their disclaimer on there. And the disclaimer that they had on the front page of the benefits also said that Social Security benefits were never intended to be the primary source of retirement income. And then it would say, however, for most Americans it is. And it is also to this day. Then it would say, as it went on, is that the Social Security Administration system does not have enough money to meet all of their obligations. And then they had projections on the first page of when they would run out of money. Now, that being said, here's the interesting part. They used to mail those out. I have a feeling they didn't want us to really pay too close of attention to that anymore because they stopped mailing those out to us. And what happens now is if you'd like to know what your Social Security benefits are going to be, you've got to go on to you know, a Social Security uh, website at socialsecurity.gov, and you'd actually have to put in your information, and you could look it up there, or you'd have to find the information on the Internet as to what you're eligible for as it relates to retirement. But now here's the interesting thing. When I would have someone that would say to me, Frank, I'm thinking of taking my Social Security benefits early. The first question that I would ask them when they would say this to me is, well, are you going to continue to work? Now, if they said, no, I'm not going to continue to work, then I would say, okay, then we could talk about what the benefits are going to be when you receive them. And just so that we're on the same page, you know, when I had read through this article, what it was saying here is that a 62-year-old born in 1952, if they were to take their benefits now – as compared to waiting till their normal retirement age, they're saying that the benefits would be 25% less income to them. So in other words, they're going to get less income. However, the perspective on a macroeconomic basis, when I look at everything, would be as, well, I picked up benefits perhaps for another four years. So if I got four more years of payments, okay, even though it was 25% less, Okay, there's going to be a crossover point whereby if I die sooner, I, I'm ahead of the game. Okay, and the reason why I say if I die sooner is because Social Security benefits stop at death unless there's a survivor benefit that goes to a surviving spouse. But if we just stay with the, you know, the context of you know, living benefits, what we're really saying here is, is that at retirement, when somebody gets their Social Security benefits – 
if they have a long life expectancy, so in other words, they're sitting here at 85, 90, 95, and 100, then receiving 25% less in benefits over a long period of time, they got less. However, if death occurred early, they would have received more benefits because they got paid for a longer period of time had they taken the reduced benefit. Now, here's the catch with the reduced benefit as well. If you continue to work prior to normal retirement age and you receive benefits, your benefits are reduced. And the way that they're reduced is this. In the year 2014, which is this year, if you earn over $15,480, for every $2 that you earn above $15,480, you end up giving back a dollar of your benefits on Social Security. So what that means is is that you took a reduced benefit, perhaps. You took 25% less. And now what's happening is is not only did you get a lesser benefit, but now because you're earning too much money, you're giving back half your Social, Social Security benefits. So receiving benefits prior to normal retirement age while you're working generally isn't a good idea unless you have very low income. Now I'll go a step further. In the year in which you reach full retirement age. So this is only a one-year deal. The way that it works is this, is for every dollar of benefits you earn, again, over that 15480 okay, for, you know, what happens is, is they deduct a dollar for every $3 that you earn, but that's only for, the, for that year. So kind of keep that in mind. So when you're thinking in terms of Social Security and how benefits work, what you really want to look at is, is you know, getting to full retirement age because when you're full retirement age and beyond that, at that point, you can earn as much as you like and you don't give up any of your Social Security benefits. And also what happens is the later you wait to receive benefits, the more you get. So what happens is sometimes it even pays to defer longer. So as an example... If I'm 66 years old, and let's say that that would be perhaps the normal retirement age for me, and I got benefits then, but yet I was still working, I really didn't need them, then we get into, okay, um, for that year, two years, three years that I received the benefits earlier, how much more would I have gotten if I waited, and then how long do I live? So life expectancy really plays into you know big perspective there. A couple of other things just in looking at this. One is keep in mind that the longer that I work, and these are some of the benefits of not retiring early. And by the way, it's again, I don't have anything against retirement. If you hate what you do, I, I tell you, then change. <laughs> but what I tell you is, is that the longer you wait sometimes for retirement, it gives retirement funds that you currently have more time to grow and to sit. It gives you more time as well to add to funds that you're trying to accumulate towards retirement. Keep this in mind also. If I work for a company and my company, my employer is making contributions into a retirement plan for me. So maybe I have a pension or a profit sharing plan or a 401k plan whereby I get matches. The longer I work, and I contribute, or the longer I work, the more benefits I'm receiving towards my retirement accounts. So the concept behind that is it puts less pressure on your assets so that when you do finally fully retire, meaning that you stop working, you had more time for your assets to accumulate. And then the other thing that kicks in 
is what I refer to as life expectancy, meaning that if your life expectancy, say, is 85 and you go out at 65, that means your assets have to cover you for 20 years. On the other side of that is that if I stopped working at, say, 70, okay, and I still my life expectancy was 85, my assets only had to carry me for, say, 15 years. So it may provide me with more income during retirement because I had delayed retirement a little bit and I stayed more engaged in the workforce. So by no means am I saying, hey, um, don't retire, retire late. I'm just saying that, you know what, in every decision, don't make it an emotional one. So don't just say, I hate what I'm doing, okay, or I got to get out of here, or normal retirement age is this. Do the math, do the financial calculation, and that's how to be responsible with your wealth. So for all of our listeners, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This has been your host, Frank Congelos. If you have questions, you could write to us at the Institute of Responsible Wealth, 2431 Atlantic Avenue, Manasquan, New Jersey, 08736, or email us at info at com. Thank you and have a blessed week. 